a world where geeking out never looked so good, two incredibly sexy men will rise for your auditory pleasure. Keeping up with the Geek Bros. And go. Yes, yes, I am Juancho, and I'm with Darflex, Ross, and Mamman. And we are the hosts of Keeping Up with the Geek Bros, a family podcast, allegedly. allegedly. Guys, what's on your mind? Tell me, Flex, what's on your mind? Finishing the semester of school, so that's, that's always great. I am glad that things are starting to calm down in the university in regards to the election and stuff. So that's also great. Getting back into Batman a lot heavier now after, you know, uh, I was called out by the fellow geek bros on, uh, you know, my I have all the comics. I just never opened them. So I called out on that and I'm going to correct that. So, yeah. And missing you guys, no homo. All right, man, man, what's up? Not really much new here. Still playing Odyssey. Uh, I got my children with me today, so they're a little annoying. But I love them. Great kids love them. That's it, really. Just nothing new. I went, um, oh, my, my, my baby here had uh, one of her teeth pulled out yesterday, which is why she's annoying me now. But it's fine. She's okay. Don't don't come in here. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but that's about it. Just, just here being a daddy. All right, Ross, what's going on with you, bro? Man, just um, been playing Valhalla lately, building a bed frame for a new bed we have coming in. We got some unfinished wood that we've been sealing and putting it together for Monday when the new bed frame arrives. So that's kind of sucked. Uh, turns out you have to apply way more coats of a sealant that I thought you did to uh, make that stain look nice. All right. Well, see. I, can't, I can't wait to see the final finished product of it. Send us a picture. Uh, okay. So today I went, you know, next week is Thanksgiving here in the United States. And uh, this week, the hospital that I work for, I donated a whole bunch of turkeys and meat, well, turkeys and food to the seniors during this pandemic. And there was a lot of families. There was about 800. They were planning to feed about 800 families today. And I don't know if you guys know West Park, the road West Park where the Coca-Cola factory is at down in Hollywood. The line went all the way from Washington Street all the way up to I-95. That's how long the line was of cars waiting wow. to uh, receive turkeys. And um, I got a picture, picture with the mayor of Hollywood. And it was it was very rewarding, even though I was on the clock. But still, trying to get those families fed like that, that was actually rewarding. And it's probably why I like so much going into the social work field, which at times it's rewarding and at times it's very difficult <laughs> That's another topic for another day. So yeah, that's what's on my... Oh, and I'm almost done with Odyssey, I think. I think. Not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure I'm just like scraping a little bit of the top. And then when I get out, there's still more. He's trying to finish that. Did you, that, you so do the DLC? No, man. I haven't even finished the main story. Mm. So just, how are you almost... You're not even close oh. to almost. <laughs> they just finally revealed where um, certain's parents, certain's characters is, is located. So I finally located her. Now I'm pretty sure it's going to start getting juicier. But now I just realized that I still have to find all these cultists. And oh wait, 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 wait! You said you just found out where the main character's parents are. Yeah, that's about the halfway point of the game. Okay, so oh. I'm gonna get it there. <laughs> so, no, you're not close. <laughs> is, 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 that, is that halfway point including the DLC or no? No, no, no not including no. the DLC. If it includes the no. DLC, you're probably a quarter of the way in. <laughs> I'm only at level 24. <laughs> yeah, I, I beat the game at oh. level 73. Well, let's see. That's what's going on. So, 
Without further ado, guys, episode 114 starts now. But first, subscribe to our podcast. It's the right thing to do because all the bros said so. The Fresh Scent. Geek Bros approved movie of this week. So I know I shouted out in the, in the group chat that um, Star Wars Lego uh, holiday special was on Disney Plus. I know Mamman said he hasn't had a chance to watch it. What about you, Flex and Ross? Have you guys been able to watch it? I I, I started it. I think I'm gonna like it. It's really in- good. I enjoyed it. Because, I, yeah, like because of what I am expecting, I think I'm gonna like it. It's You're not, going in expecting nothing, basically, right? No, I'm going in expecting like a cheesy holiday movie. Oh, okay. It, it is. It's in plus. Remember, Star Wars. They don't celebrate holidays. It's life day. Life day. Life day. So, it was very um, fun to watch. Seeing a lot of cameos and going back in time. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Hopefully, the bros watch it and everybody out there listening, uh, watch it. If you guys watch it, let let me know what what you guys thought. And is it better than the original holiday special, or does this top it? right on top so yeah so what's going on in the gaming world so so far there's been a few games released this week still waiting for cyberpunk but we'll get there eventually uh bubble bubble for friends on playstation 4 came out november 17th marsh horizon came out on playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc on november 17th Been watching a lot of streamers play that game looks pretty fun Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate for the PS5, the new Xbox, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. Uh, for those who have Stadia, I don't know who else has the Stadia now. Monster Strong Championship <laughs> for the Switch, November 19th. Star Renegades on Xbox One and Switch. Hyrule, Age of, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity on the Switch on November 20th. And Katamari Damacy Reroll for PS4 and Xbox One. What's new in the video game world? I know we covered a little bit of the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity in the previous podcast. And I know I was very excited and we kind of shit on him because of the artwork and he didn't like the artwork. But the reviews of this game are good. People are enjoying this game. Oh, look, he has a stadium. But do you have games for it, bro? Whatever free shit they gave me. <laughs> <laughs> so Hyrule Warriors, let's go back in there. Um, I know... Are you, are any of you guys I know all of us does Mammon have a switch I do okay so I don't know you guys plan to get Hyrule Warriors just to cut up, cut up on the prequel of the of the Breath of the Wild absolutely yes. I'm getting it because I need a game on my switch I haven't bought a game dude for real I think all year <laughs> you guys didn't get Paper Mario no man no, my last man. game was Ring Fit yeah same actually same fucking game that was my last game <laughs> I didn't even buy that one. I that. I that, system, that system has had a very Wii U trajectory this year, hasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know what they're doing, but anyways. Yeah, so High Rewarders, uh, great reviews. Fans are liking it. So I might check it out. I I'm, I just don't want to spend money on that one and then get Cyberpunk later on, even though I'm still not finished with Odyssey. So I said no until I finish Odyssey. So one step I, out of time. I, have a, I have a quick question um, to that Wii U comment. Do, do you think the reason that some of us don't buy more um, Switch games is because the ones we currently have have such high replay value, like Mario Kart and Mario Party? Not me. Special? No, really? That's not why I don't buy them. No. Uh, 90% of the reason that I don't buy more Switch games is because every single game that's on the Switch, with the exception of the Nintendo original games, I have somewhere else. I have it on Steam, which I got for cheaper mm. because I know, do you guys know about the Nintendo tax? Yeah. You know, every game that, yeah. costs 10 fucking more dollars 
on the switch full stop but yeah like there's no game that i could get on the switch that i can't get somewhere else i'm not going anywhere you know like so i don't need to have a portable game system anymore uh you know when i was when i was working you know where with with you flex i would take the switch literally every day to work hook it up on my tv and in my office and my coworkers would be in there all day playing smash and mario kart and shit and there was a reason to take it around but now, I mean, Nintendo hasn't released anything worthwhile all year. Paper Mario did not interest me because it, it got away from what Paper Mario was. And what, what, what else has come out this year? Oh, um, what's the, what the hell is this, uh, this farming simulator game? Oh, uh, Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. It doesn't appeal to me. So <laughs> that's it. That I here. And Ring Fit, which is the last game that I actually bought out of doubt for the Nintendo. I know my wife has bought a few games digitally, but that's pretty much it. We're looking forward to what 2021 has in store. I know there's been rumors that Nier Automata V11, whatever, they, they rumored it to be uh, coming to the Switch. Amazon France, I think, was the one that leaked Wait, it. another Nier Automata just a one port? No, the one that's coming for the uh, the new consoles. The one but along with a whole bunch of digit numbers behind it, after it. Again, if it's multi-platform, I'm going to get it any fucking where else. Yeah. I don't want to play an inferior port of a game on the Switch. That is 100% true. Like Hitman, I don't, I, that's, yeah, that's a conversation for another day because I understand your point. All right. So those are the games out this week. Um, I know that this week they announced the Video Game Awards 2020 nominees. I personally like the Video Games Awards. I don't miss any of them every year since they released on G4, if I'm not mistaken. But hey. So let's talk about them. Game of the years. They have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, if I'm saying that correctly. correctly Tsushima. Yeah. Tsushima. Tsushima? Tsushima. Like Hades, sushi. Like Tsushima. Tsushima. Uh, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizon, and Last of Us Part 2. Hades. 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 And Animal Crossing New Horizon and The Last of Us Part 2. So I don't know why The Last of Us Part 2 is there. The game was... I'll leave that for the, for the people who, who played it. I just read reviews and they were not good. Uh, out of all the other games that I mentioned, which one of you those games stand out based on what we've seen and what uh, we've been able to play? Doom Eternal. But also, have you played any of the Last of Us games or just for reviews? I just played the first one, which is amazing. The second one, I've heard that it was not good at all. From who? The story yeah. completely... Well, from the people from, from, that, from that I got... Personally, people that I've gotten to play, they said the story just took off to another side. It wasn't just not good at the first one. Was this person vibe or something? Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> uh, it sounds like a hater's take on that game. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Ghost of Tsushima will probably take it just because of how... Yeah, it nope. So your guess is Tsushima. Actually, I, I got to actually look into it, but I that's just right now guessing. Once I look into more of the games, I'm pretty sure I'm going to change my mind. Have you, have you played Doom Eternal? Yes, I played Doom Eternal. I played. What, what uh, have you played on this list? That's a better, good, good question. I played Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Hate, uh, Hades, and Animal Crossing New Horizons. I know Horizon's not going to take it because it's not. It's not. I don't even know what it's on the list of popularity. Popularity right there. Uh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed Hades a lot. Hades a lot. Hades, sorry, Hades a lot. <laughs> Doom Eternal. I'm still getting used to the first-person shooter thing slowly, but it's not my type of game. And Final Seven Remake. I mean, it's a classic. So, but I've, out of all the ones I mentioned, I enjoy Hades a lot more. What about you, man, man? I haven't touched any of those games on that list, so I really don't have anything to say about any of them. I suck. That's fair. (laughs) 
I happen to play, I've played all of them with the exception of Animal Crossing New Horizons, you know, outside of the first like half an hour of that game. I'm thinking the game that's going to win game of the year this year is going to be The Last of Us Part 2. My personal choice, if I had a choice, it would be between Hades and Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal because it was an incredible distillation of that genre of game. Hades because quite literally I would say that is the best roguelike game bar none full stop that has come out in the last 15 years it is amazing i don't have any illusions of those two games winning over the last of us part two the last of us was kind of a cultural you know touchstone and i mean look at the reviews it's i think sitting on a 93 on the metacritic right now all right so the same thing goes best game direction all same games except for is going uh, Animal Crossing is going to be replaced by Half-Life Alexis. So that's the same best game direction that's awarded for the outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. If we're going to talk about innovation, game direction and design, what do you guys think on all those four games? Well, that Roth in, in that sense, because I'm pretty sure you guys have not played the games that's on there. I, I think Doom Eternal. But, and, and there's, oh, sorry, Final Fantasy VII Remake versus Tima. Hades and uh, Last of Us oh, Part. Okay, yeah, because you said the whole list except <laughs> it's tough, man. I, me personally, this is me personally. I would say between Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy. I mean, they did those like uh, that game. Final Fantasy Seven was a complete roundup uh, rebuild of the original one, but Ghost of Tsushima was actually an excellent game, just visually stunning. What do you? What's your take on that, Ross? I, I wouldn't put Final Fantasy Seven remake on this list. I don't think Tetsuya Nomura is a good director of anything or writer. He makes really good visual design, but I feel like his games are really convoluted and they don't really have a good flow structure. Ghost of Tsushima, pretty good, but it's essentially an Assassin's Creed game in Japan. We've played Assassin's Creed games and this wasn't a stellar one. It was just a very pretty one. Half-Life Alex was the best VR experience I've ever had in my life. I don't know anybody else like in my personal life that has played it. I have some, co- you know, some, uh, some acquaintances, some coworkers that have, but I don't think that game has a chance. It's going to be between Hades and The Last of Us. I think Greg Cassavin, who's a director and writer of Hades, has been knocking it out of the park with every single super giant game that he's written and directed. Bastion. Bastion. Oh, shit, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but every single one has been great. And The Last of Us Part Two, Neil Druckmann, <laughs> that dude directed a cinematic experience if you guys haven't had a chance to play the last of us part two i really recommend you do and go into it with the eye of of paying attention to the direction of the game it is very well done the pacing is really well done Uh, if the shooting is too much for you you can tone all that down you can basically have an experience where you just cruise through the game one shot killing everything man between those two my personal preference would probably fall to game direction with hades greg cassavin i think that's just better yeah now in the best score music you have again doom eternal final fantasy 7 remake hades ori in the world of the wisp and the last of us part two i love the soundtrack for doom and Hades. Don't really enjoy the Ori and the Will is Wisp is very, but I think it's going to be between Doom Eternal and Hades. That's just my preference on the on the best score in music. Doom. All right. Yes, I've actually never paid attention to it, but if I do have to pick one, I would also pick Doom as well, just because it has that kind of nostalgic feeling for me at the very least. 
So that goes again for best audio design then. Goes for Doom Eternal, Half-Life Alex's. Goes to Shimima, Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, and The Last of Us Part 2. So Doom Eternal, I guess, will take that audio. Doom. Now, best performance. You have Ashley Johnson as Eli, Laura Bailey as Abby, Tasuki Tashui as Jin Saki. I might be mispronouncing. I'm sorry about that. Logan Cunningham as Hades and Najid Jeter as Miles Morales. I did enjoy the the facial expressions and all the things from Ashley Johnson from the last part of us too, from what I've seen. I don't know much about Lori Bailey, but I know they focus mostly on the main character a lot. Ross, what, what, I don't know, maybe you can help me out on that because I haven't played any of those games except for Hades. I don't know. Can I, can I pick Doom again? Okay, well, no, it's no doom. So, <laughs> oh, uh, probably Laura Bailey. I think Abby was a really well acted character. She she did really good. Uh, games Michael. for impact for a thought of provoking game with a pro social meaning on message. It found Kentucky Route Zero TV edition Spirit Fair. Tell me why. And throughout the darkness of times, I know I saw a lot more in the Game Pass uh, Spirit Fair. I actually enjoyed that game. It's pretty pretty cute, pretty fun, relaxing game. And I saw Tell Me Why, but I haven't played any of the other games for uh, Game for Impact. I still don't know how the Spirit Fair has a pro-social meaning. I may have to go back and actually look into that game. Any of you guys play those, any of those games? Yeah, I've, I've played them all. I, I would say Tell Me Why is a bigger one, but I, I don't know. I think we should, we should jump this category because nobody here would have really played these games outside of myself. So best ongoing. So you got all the um, battle royales except for one. You have Apex Legend, Destiny Two. <laughs> Destiny is not even a, a battle royale. Sorry about it. Destiny Two, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Best ongoing. <sighs> Pretty sure Fortnite's gonna win it, <laughs> or maybe Call that's, of Duty. That's, that's tough. Yeah, it's gonna be Fortnite, right? No, yeah. probably. Actually, it's probably gonna be Apex Legends. That wins. You think so? Yeah, that, that game's been like on fire this year. Hmm. See, because. I, I constantly hear about Fortnite. I never hear about Apex outside of here. I mean, uh, if... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I, me, personally, if I had to pick, would have been Warzone just because I enjoy it so much. I actually mm-hmm. did not like any of the other games, but that's just me. No, my, my a- son... Apex is, Apex is on that social media, you know, like, rocket right now. Fortnite has kind of become the game that little kids play and their parents... Mm-hmm. At this point, yeah, my my son my son was playing Fortnite when it first came out, and then all of a sudden he just started jumping to Apex Legends. I never hear about Fortnite anymore, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to go with that. Best indie is a full pack game. Uh, you have Carry On, Fall Guys, The Ultimate Nut Guy, Hades, Splunky Two, and Spirit Player. So the best indies have really has a really good competition between uh, Hades, Carry On. I mean, those are great all four gear, big games that I've played. But I'm thinking Hades is going to take that one for best indie. You know, and I haven't played Hades, but based on what you said, I think, I mean, Carry On was fantastic. I love Carry On. But, yeah, it was so fun. Uh, based on what you guys said and for what I've seen, it looks like Hades would probably take this, right? So yeah. I, I would say it's going to be Hades. Best mobile game. I didn't know there were still mobile games. Uh, Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, Genshi Impact, Legend of Rune Terra. And you Pokemon. can stop right now. Yeah, just, it's going to be among, among us. I mean, yeah, it's going to among us. That's it. Are you sure? Among Us and Genshi Impact? I mean, having them both in the same thing, do you think Among Us is going to take it with all those Among Us came gonna be quite and, well. and still is the most popular game on Switch? All right, true. All right, best community support. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. I don't know. Apex, No Man's it. Sky. Yeah. Best yeah. VR and AR. Dreams, Half-Life Alexis, Half-Life. Marvel's Iron Man VR, 
Star Wars Squadron and the Walking Dead Synth and Sinners. Hey, why why isn't um, my 3D made on this list? Right? <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're going to have to talk to the people who handled the Video Game Awards. Innovation, accessibility, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyper Dot, The Last of Us Part Two, and Watchdog Legion. What an interesting wow. category. Let me read it to you. Recognizing software and or hardware yeah, yeah. that pushing that medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help the games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. I can tell you grounded for the spiders. You get the acrophobia thing turned off and you don't see any more spiders. I don't know any of the other games. I haven't mm. seen Valhalla, so I don't know what you can turn off in Valhalla. Hyperdot or Last of Us. Ross, if you're playing Valhalla, what can you turn off that makes the game more accessible? Everything to from, you know, the way you interact with quick time events, making them multiple click or hold or one oh. tap to, you know, changing how the game interface looks to you, having dialogue read to you from the game. But honestly, no, the, this is no contest. It's going to be The Last of Us Part 2. That game has accessibility features that are the best in the industry. Everything Ooh. from... You know, actual closed captioning that shows you directional audio from where it's coming from, from who is saying it to uh, the game interface, having the ability to turn on, you know, a colorblind mode to find any item that's interactable in the game that somebody that has limited vision wouldn't be able to see to a narrator that reads off important events as they happen in the game. It's ridiculous. Like I have never seen a game that is so accessible to that game. Awesome. Thank you for that. Never. All right. Awesome. Best action. I'm pretty sure all you guys are going to just say Doom Eternal. Should I even read the rest of the nominees? I mean, it's not on the list, but Doom. It is on the list. Doom is on the list. Action Adventure? Best action. Just best action. Oh, action, action, action. Get to Doom. Okay. All right. Uh, Best action adventure. You have a speed. I'm curious. What what was the rest of the list? Have Life Alexis, Nyon 2, and Streets of Rage 4. Hades is okay. <laughs> Half Life Alex is okay. Neo, okay. Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> so, Doom it is. Best action adventure uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider Man, Miles Morales, Ori in the Will of the Wind, Star Wars The Jedi Fallen Order, and The Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 2. Marvel's two. Avengers, obviously. Of course. <laughs> of course. I was going to ask. Um, Man, man, if he thought that the uh, Spider-Man game that he played on the PS5 was any good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are assholes. Um, oh. So, yeah, my PS5 is great, guys. Um, yeah. Non-existent. Uh, oh. it's, 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 it's really good. It's really good. I, had a, I have a lot of fun playing on it. Um, it's great. How you going to get on Man, man, and when you still have to do a list of chores to get your Xbox flex? I mean, you <laughs> on your neck. <laughs> Best role playing games Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Genshi Impact, Persona 5 Royale, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Genshi Impact, I guess, because everybody's playing that <laughs> over all the other games. It's not a good RPG, though. I know, but still, it, it's, a lot of these come down to popularity. Does it? Yeah, so it's not. I think it's going to be Yakuza or Wasteland 3. Those are good, like good role playing games. Best fighting games, uh, Grand Blue. Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, Undernight in Birth, XE, Lady, CLR. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Uh, One Punch. I don't even know why One Punch Man is on this list. It is a, it's a fucking <laughs> bad game. It is a fucking bad game. <laughs> also, they don't have fucking Sylvester Stallone or Our Lord and Savior or Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Best Amber. family. 
Animal Crossing, Crash Bandicoot, Fallout. Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Best Sim strategy. <laughs> this is actually really good. You got Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gear Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. XCOM I love Desperados 3 a lot. King or Crusader, excellent. Gears of Tactic, I enjoy a lot. I'm thinking Crusader Kings 3 might take this one. Man, Chimera Squad is really good, but... It's I'm going to think it's going to be my uh, flight simulator. Yeah. All right. Best sports racing. There are five. F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2. Wow. Matt is not. F1? What? F1? You say F1? No, no, I'm sorry. What was the category? Uh, best sport in racing. Esport. Um, Esport. Best sport. Best uh, sport. The point of FIFA. 21? Okay. Best multiplayer. Among Us? I'm just going to read that. Among Us. Don't, I don't think it's <laughs> Go, Moving on. Uh, and uh, best debut, uh, deb- debut, uh, best debut game. Debut. Carry on, Mortal Shell, Raji and Ancient Epic, Roki, and Phasmophobia. Maybe Carry on. Probably Phasmophobia. A lot of people, yeah, Phasmophobia, I think that people enjoy that game a lot. And then that is, oh, best eSport game. Call of Duty, Fortnite, League of Legends, Valorant, or Counter-Strike. League of Legends, right? And that, that, what was the list? Uh, it's uh, Call of Duty, Counter Strike, Fortnite, Fortnite, League of Legends, okay. and Valorant. I don't give a shit about any of these. Um, <laughs> fucking Counter Strike. Can't there. go wrong with that. Why not? All right. And then um, that's pretty much it. Uh, a content creator. Well, I mean, we guys don't watch really Twitch, no, do you guys? No. no. Yep. And that's it. That's the only thing that interests the Geek Bros for that. So, whew. All right. So as we continue the game train going, um, so this week, beautiful, amazing Rockstar decided to drop a DLC of the biggest update <sighs> adding new heist. It's an island of one of the um, drug cartels from the game. And fans were not happy. They're like, where's GTA 6? Yeah. But people don't understand that GTA 5 continues to make a lot of money to Rockstar. And I don't think they're going to stop making DLC anytime soon if they're going to continue making all that money from everyone. So did you guys see that update recently that they released for the uh, GTA 5? No. No? I definitely didn't. I'm over GTA 5. I'm over everything GTA 5. It just game that came it. out in 2013? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've, I've been over that for the longest time. Anything that they do at this point... If you're wasting your money on this game, you're you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say that Grand Theft Auto is probably the best deployment game ever. Because when you have literally nothing but sand around you and you just want to go and like run over hookers and take your money, it's it's, it's the best. No, well, that's online. I, mean, I I get it. it. It was a great game for its kind, but it just no, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, over. It's, Back it's when I was still in the military, so. right? <laughs> well, they still they're still um, milking the cow for that. I'm pretty sure the cow is like still. But it is what it is. So, Memon, I think you said that you, PlayStation is teasing an answer to Game Pass. I know that I read that the uh, they had talked about this, and they said the president. If I'm not mistaken. Somebody. CEO. CEO. So <laughs> I think this was one of those um, clickbait <laughs> situations because just as I, I clicked on it, I saw the article and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so excited. They actually have something. You know, the PlayStation guy has something to say. No. <laughs> No, he did no, not, not, not at all. All they said was, "There's news, but we're not ready to give it yet." <laughs> but we have, we have PS Now, and we have PS Plus for everybody who who has a PlayStation. And if you own a PS Five, your entire library from the PS 
plus subscribe the subscription is is still fa- uh, full or free. Sorry, without um, additional costs. Oh boy, wonderful. So basically, you you say that there there's there's an answer, but absolutely say nothing else. So I, I was depressed after reading this. I don't even know why I brought it up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I was gonna bring it up, and I'm like, they have nothing to share. So it is what it is. Um, Nvidia is joining its fellow cloud gaming providers in choosing to bypass Apple's 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 App Store and launching a mobile web app version of its GeForce Now service. This will allow Fortnite to be actually to get back on the iOS. So I know Xbox did their new their thing where they bypass the thing and it's just a web streamer. Mm-hmm. Having NVIDIA do this, what is Apple going to react? I mean, they're now going behind them. I mean, at this point, Apple can't stop them, but is that going to piss Apple even more now to, to, to lock their shit down even tighter? No. No? You don't think so? No. Well, at least companies are being innovative and trying to get their games out there. You know, the the thing is, Apple has been trying to keep everything maintained in its walled garden, but as it made its browser better, which is a good thing because their browser has always been horrendous on their phone, you know, it gave people the ability to use it for multimedia interfaces. That's how the, you know, Amazon Luna Cup, you know, games can stream to iPhones and, you know, now Game Pass is going to do it and NVIDIA you know, GeForce Now is going to do it. They just dropped the price for people that, you know, make under a million dollars. Their store price went down from 30% to a 15% cut on their sales. The lawsuit that they got from Microsoft and uh, Epic is definitely making a dent. But as far as blocking people from playing games on their web portals, I don't think that's going to happen. Pokemon Go gets update. Have you guys played any of the Pokemon Go game? Oh, is you still playing Pokemon Go? Or that's uh, like, that, that, no. that's it. That, that boat sailed already. Well, they're yeah, adding... That died a long time. Also, what year is it? <laughs> the, they're adding the Kalos region Pokemon to catch. So that is going to include allowing level... Oh, sorry, allowing trainers to level up to level 50 and at the same time, giving everybody an ability to catch all the Kalos region Pokemons, including features as Chespin, Fennekin, Froki, and are fully expected to fully join the game on December 2nd. As of November 30th, players will be able to level up to 50. For those who hit level 40 before the end of 2020, Niantic will give them an exclusive reward. The game will also be receiving a quality of life updates that improve Pokemon encounters, gifts, and more. Hey, that company made a lot of money during this pandemic. I forgot how much money it was, but it was an amount of money from from people staying at home. Is, Is having Pokemon slavery? No, but it's cockfighting. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, the Philippines lost their first officer to cockfighting. Yeah, caught a, caught a spur in the neck, or was it the, <laughs> the, the femoral. femoral artery? Yeah. That it's is crazy. so impressive. That is the Dude. most impressive kill. <laughs> you know, to the femoral. <laughs> like, that is not an easy attack, right? I'm not crazy. No, it's not. <laughs> that is fucking surgical. That rooster was like, I'm, I'm going down. You're going with me. No questions. All right. So but yeah, awesome. no, Pokemon, man, fuck Pokemon. Right. Yeah. So Plague Inc. at the beginning of the pandemic, I think February was banned in China because of the what the game is. I don't know if you guys have played it. Plague Inc. is a game where you play as a virus and you want to infect the whole world and you want to completely annihilate the Interesting. world. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I know all about that game. Um, that was actually fun. My, my, my ex-wife plays that a lot. I enjoy the game. So but guess what? Now you get to be a good guy. Like now, for real? Yeah. <laughs> And now it has a free mode where you fight a pandemic. 
So now not only are you uh, a, a virus or a bacteria, now you You're actually a traitor. you actually get to be a person who's fighting the pandemic to try to annihilate it from the earth. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's not as fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it, Anthony it, Fauci oh. has a very like cool job. So, um, an important uh, job. So, I think it'll be fun to check out. I'm probably gonna check it. The free update, see how, how it is go from there. All right. So that's <laughs> it for all video game news. I know it was a lot, just because we haven't had anything really crazy going on. So, um, Ross, I know you mentioned here the Star Wars Arthur appeals to Disney in fight over royalties. Tell me, what does that mean? So, um. Disney bought the rights to Star Wars in its entirety, but mm-hmm. now they're fighting with their authors to not pay royalties. They are essentially saying that, hey, we bought the rights, but we didn't sign the contract. This is crazy because in the, in the entire history of contract law in the United States, the moment one entity purchases another they are now in charge of that person's that that new company's or that old company's debts and existing contracts including royalties etc disney's trying to argue that that is not the case and what's scary is that that could definitely permanently and you know very widely damage contract law in the United States, because if Disney's able to argue in court that, hey, buying a company does not automatically put the onus of adhering to those contracts on the purchaser, contract law is dead in this country. Like it's on its head. And Disney is the company that could do it. They have consistently extended copyright protections every single time the Mickey Mouse copyright is up to the point where now it's nearly a hundred years post the original inventor's death that's crazy it used to be 20 so if anybody has the clout if anybody has the money to 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 throw at the court system until they win it's disney and again that would that would make contract law in this country a wild west situation nothing would be sacred anymore yeah i have I, I, i have a couple of questions to them so aside from the contract law aspect of it how do you think so how do you think this this would affect current, I guess, universal content creators for Star Wars? Like, so, like for example, does this mean that like Timothy Zong wouldn't get paid for his previous work? Ideally, in, in Disney's world, ideally, yes. So now, how, how how would you think that would like would that you think that would discourage and kind of kind of you know that was hard a lot of content creators that would be the the, the I, I would say the textbook dish, dictionary definition of a chilling effect. Hmm. Why would anybody want to enter into contract really with any company if Absolutely. all that the parent company has to do is sell those contracts elsewhere? Because let me paint you a picture. Let's say this goes to court and let's say Disney fights it and let's say they win. Moving forward, any company or, or let's say you, all right, Flex, you have a contract drawn with some clients or whatever. You no longer want to pay out or adhere to those contracts. What's the solution? You create a shell company and you sell yourself the company, thereby nullifying any existing contract or you sell it to a significant other or a family member or a friend. That is that, yeah. yeah, man. And um, Disney's not a good company. They're not. A, they're yeah, not good so, people. Now, here's my question. Obviously, I'm sure it's a pretty obvious question. But assuming that you know they had morals, right? This absolutely isn't a matter of them not having the money to pay the royalties, right? So, so 
I mean, this are is, they are they that much of like just? I this guess is they, five figures, man. This is five low six figures in royalties. In, com- in comparison to what I mean, what are they making? Like, you know, they, so you know, it's yeah. just that Another is version of greed. <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. That, and that's why, like, the, when I see people, like, worshipping Disney, forgiving anything and everything that they do because, hey, they make the cool shit that we love. It's like, don't no. be blind to how harmful <laughs> they have been <laughs> because they have been very. And before we move on from Disney, I mean, this is probably, you know, a far shot, but what do you think of that whole conspiracy of uh, Walter Disney being buried? Or, sorry, uh, <laughs> cryogenically frozen until all the Jews are gone. Because <laughs> like I I've been hearing that since I was five years old. Man. It's a, it's, it's five years old. <laughs> cry, no, no, no. I, yeah, I know. Cry, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's a far shot. But it's, when he died, he no. Fat. Even now, we don't have the cryogenic capability to freeze somebody long term. Like back when he died, forty seven years ago, mm-hmm. I think it was. No, fuck no. There's no like sleeping beauty potion. That see, that's <laughs> more likely. So what they probably did is they gave him, they had him prick his finger mm-hmm. on a sewing yeah. machine, knocked his oh ass God. out, and then they're waiting for somebody to kiss him awake. I don't know in twenty fifty something. Are you saying like the, Hopefully, <laughs> are you saying that all of the old Disney movies were like parts of a recipe? No, all the old Disney movies were documentaries. <laughs> All right. So um, Nintendo issues a cease and desist order against another Smash Brothers tournament. Big, the Big House, if I'm not mistaken. So the Big House tweeted, the Big House is heartbroken to share. We received a cease and desist from Nintendo of America, Inc. to cancel our upcoming online event. We're informed we do not have the permission to host or broadcast this event, primarily due to the usage of Slippy. Sadly, all our competitions are affected. We forced to comply with the order and cancel the big house online for both Melee and Ultimate. Refund information will be sent shortly. We apologize to all those impacted. So I think Nintendo said no more Smash Bros. and tournaments, I guess, since the whole incident happened a month ago. No, that's not what it is. So this is about Smash Bros. Melee, which is a GameCube game that didn't have multiplayer, didn't have online multiplayer, just local co-op, local versus, I mean. So a bunch of enterprising modders essentially created an code injection called Slippy that lets you play Smash Brothers Melee online, which is necessary because there's a huge contingent of people that play Smash Brothers that only play Melee. It's fucking weird. That's like saying, hey, I love Mortal Kombat, but I only play Mortal Kombat 2. I don't like that new 11 shit. So, you know, these chodes, like, really wanted to play the game. And Nintendo's like, hey, dipshits. You know, we don't like it when people mod games or play on emulators. So we're going to go ahead and send you a CSEN to CIS. So, you know, now these guys are, like, losing their shit saying, hey, Nintendo wants us to only play locally so we can catch COVID from each other. Now, I get it. That argument is true nintendo doesn't give a shit about you i don't think nintendo's in the right here because i'll remind you smash brothers melee came out almost two decades ago so that game is like old and dead the only people playing it are are these friggin you know fucking chuds so to block them from enjoying the game there's they're gaining nothing this is just again nintendo being overly litigious and overly zealous protecting their ip for for no reason because it's not like they'd leverage their own shit 
You know, if Nintendo was being smart, they'd re-release Melee because there's this whole group of people that would exclusively play it. Uh, instead, you know, we get things like Mario Anniversary Edition where they release it for a small window for a full $60 game. And, you know, mm. like, but wouldn't, wouldn't it just be like the new Smash Brothers with less characters? Yes, it's, it's literally that. They <laughs> love that game because they think... No, I'm being you know what it is? facetious. You, know what it is? you can look up the princess's skirts. <sighs> That's the one thing. You, you cannot do thing. that in the current one. No. But they think that, you know, like the timing is different and the fighting and whatever. Just like... Little things that they find important, but that's neither here nor there. This is again just Nintendo being overly zealous and hyper aggressive when it comes to their intellectual property. I don't think it's necessary. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Nintendo's constantly shutting down emulation across the internet, like all those ROM depositories that we used to be able to find our ROMs on the internet for, so we can download Super Nintendo games and Genesis games and shit. Those are all gone because of Nintendo. It it sucks. Actually, it um. I think what they do hurts the industry. I know they, mm. they're not making money of it, but it does hurt the industry. Because a lot of these games, I mean, they're classic and they're not really worth paying for at this point. I mean, if we're able to get them, I think we should deserve to get them. And it really sucks. Cause, and, and they don't, they're not nice about it. They're like, you don't do it, you have to pay this fine. And they really go after you. Mm. Would, would you say this is, would you, would you say this is oppressing? Oppressing or depressing? Oppressing. I mean, it's, it's oppression. They're oppressing these, like, you know, huh. fucking troglodytes from playing the game that they want to play. You guys remember the last time Japan oppressed somebody? Yeah, it was uh, yeah. around 1929. No, actually, yeah, yeah around 1929. Didn't right. too well. Oh, shit, I'm, uh, all, I'm, all, I'm all over this whole uh, Nintendo blocking everybody yeah. because they have this... You know that yearly service that you know barely anybody uses because you know to to have access to their older games, but like a handful, it's like yeah, yeah, a, it's nothing. It, they keep saying that they're gonna add more, but they have not. No, added but they more. added no. they added like some fucking tennis game, like like some broccoli yeah, it's, broccoli it's a Japanese one. Like what? Yeah. The, what the hell is it? It's like what it's, the it's, shit. It's horrible. So it's like you you want to block everybody from from having the ability to play these games that you yourself would not release to your new console for subscription yeah. services that everybody's Fucking using. Them. Just put them out there. You don't want anybody to 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 you know pirate you know whatever. Put them on. That's it. So what we're like. Here, here's one game in my opinion that does not fucking hold up. Like, Melee holds up, you can release it. But, like, for example, they put Star Fox, like the original Star Foxes on there. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know? I was like, okay, that was great when it first came out. Right now, I don't care. Like, I want, I want classic, you know, right. um, I'm going to ask a question here. Well, having Earthbound on the service, will it make up for the lack of games or Chrono tr- Trigger to have no, Chrono no. Chrono Trigger especially, 100%. Will it make up I mean, they should games? put I mean, it, but it wouldn't make up. No, it wouldn't make up for everything that they're doing, but it would definitely be like something that I'm proud of this month. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to go star just out of the, the negative end that they received. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Remember the last time somebody got a gold star? No, no. Honestly, <laughs> This is a solution. Nintendo, your, 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 if I can get it is, in screen, there, there we go. go. Raspberry Pi. Hi. Get a Raspberry Pi. Put all your games in this thing. Can you tell I me mean, what that is, please? Uh, it's a little all-in-one computer, little Linux computer that you can load up Raspbian or yeah, you know, 
a game emulator in soon. You know, you know those games at the uh, at the bar where they play video games. Uh, Death uh, yes, that's another tavern. Yeah, that's pretty This is your. Have, you don't need a switch for that. Just pirate. So the the controller that you guys were making fun of me about. Yeah. I, 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 that's that's been retired to my old laptop that has nothing but emulators on there. I'm proud that's, of you. That's what's but, over there. But I hear the cracking every time you press it. <laughs> it's the worst. It's funny. I hear songs from the 20s sent from the 20s playing over there. All right. <laughs> so let's continue with this. Um, the next topic we're going to talk about is a little bit controversial. I, I really don't like to have politic conversation over this, but it is something that needs to be um, addressed. Uh, Star Wars fans are outraged over... Um, Gina Carano's ice cream mask and border fraud tweet. Uh, she's placed by who she plays in The Mandalorian. Guys, remind me. How are you doing? Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. So she, she's right here. She tweeted something. Yes. She tweeted on the, the 14th of November. Democratic government leaders now becoming, well, um, now recommends we all wear blindfolds along with masks so we can't see what's really going on. She's very, I've been outspoken about the masks and the the election i know a lot of these actors and actresses have a, a personality to uphold on social media because of the following that that's she again, doesn't they also have kids but hey, hey when you deal with disney mandalorian you also not only do you get an adult following but you also get a kid following just i mean teen following that's that's gonna happen. So you also have to watch how you act and how you interact in the, in the media. I know you have a voice. I know you have your own opinion. But my personal belief on that, I think she should have never big mixed those two things, especially knowing how high the Mandalorian is up there and and the the, the how big the show is. That you're gonna have to have a really better upholding just to keep your mouth shut. And when time comes that you're able to speak, you're able to speak in a in a private setting. That's just my opinion on that. I don't know what you guys think about that. So, real quick, I mean, this isn't the first time it's happened with her. It's happened with her when she was in the UFC, you know, being one of the first females in there. Obviously, big deal. But also, like, fucking just fight or just film the show. I don't, I don't need your opinions. But also, people are like, why are you taking shit from, like, people like her seriously? Um, and lastly, um, if you don't like it, Go to her house and just do, do, do something about it. For Sasha, she'll beat your ass. But I mean, come on, it's not that big of a deal. Like okay. you, should, you know, it's just another opinion. There's tons of them out there. Stick to your own morals. That's an the- easy thing to say when you're not a you know an famous idiot person. like a lot of people are and they take things that famous people say to heart for some crazy ass reason and the shit she's saying i don't i am absolutely not going to entertain anybody's dumbass perception that you know covid isn't real or you know that masks don't help she's spreading disinformation that is harmful it's harmful she's not a scientist she shouldn't be saying anything. And, and even if she was a scientist, shut your ass up because that is not the consensus. You are spreading myths and disinformation. Yes, that's why people are outraged and people totally should be outraged. And also spreading like election fraud conspiracy theories that are unfounded. Again, if you're spreading unfounded propaganda type shit and people become outraged and call for your ass to get canceled, don't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. That's See, not the, the the problem with all that is everybody's gonna throw out the the whole First Amendment. Like I have a right to say whatever I want to say. Well, this that has nothing to do with the First Amendment whatsoever. Either way, right? The First Amendment just says you can say it. Doesn't mean you won't you get called to. out. <laughs> but it's just that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna throw it out there and they're gonna just that. I, it's my right. It's the First Amendment sure. right, and I can say and do whatever I want. And I'm like, yeah. To my 
ability to like, okay, but would you basically, if you had a child like me, I have a right to say whatever I want. So am I going to tell one of my children be like, hey, that stove is hot. Go ahead and put your hand on it. <laughs> would you endanger other people just 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 to put your own opinion out there? That's stupid. Don't just shut up. Keep your, your private opinions to yourself. Do what you have to do, what you love to do, and enjoy it. You know, that that's it. Stop spreading the word around. Stop making it so other people can view and see it. Let it go. That's it. Yeah. I mean, again, remember, the the, 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 the First Amendment isn't all-encompassing. Yeah, consequence. And, and, and forget it. There, there are massive exceptions, you know, to free speech in the United States. I mean, I will – a quick excerpt. Categories of speech that are given lesser or no protection by the First Amendment and therefore may be restricted include obscenity, fraud, child pornography, speech integral to illegal conduct, speech that incites imminent lawless action – Speech that violates intellectual property law, true threats, and commercial speech such as advertising, you know, and and from there it disseminates, you know, into wider branches. Free speech again isn't, you know, a blank slate. You can't say whatever you want, and once you do, and then preach free speech first amendment exactly. And once you say something that people disagree with. Hey, man, it's the absolute American right for everybody to call you out and pelt you with tomatoes oh, until yeah. you're you're shut up. I, I stand very uh, uh, to that about, you know, everybody needs to watch what they say and everybody needs to say what is on their mind at the same time. But yeah, let's say an individual like me would have said that. I mean, it would have been swept under the rug just because of my name and who I am. But when you start talking to A-list. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I think you need to. You need to I think you're being very, very gracious, calling Giacarano an A-list actor. Yeah, no, well, not, not really an A-list fighter. Well, but yes, I mean A-list. I mean up there where you have a strong following of people. Celebrity, and, yeah. Uh, she does Having fifty, uh, five hundred and two thousand followers. That's big. And if you're gonna say stupid shit, you're you're spreading shit. And that's the problem. Now, so use your power of social media to promote good. But if you're going to be promoting shit thing, then don't. Yes, you're good. I like you in The Mandalorian. I'm not going to call you out to get fired. I don't. I mean, I, mean, I, I enjoyed the She can get it. But you should, she should have never said what she should have said. I, you know, yeah, go ahead. But she should, she should just cut her losses and do what every fighter does and claim that it was the CTE. Mm-hmm. We're getting punched in the face too much. Nobody's gonna argue that. Just say, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, you know, I have CT. I, I got, you know, me and John Jones, too much shit going on. Look, uh, honestly, I, I couldn't care less about her. I think she's actually a pretty awful actress. I don't know why people think she's amazing. She, like, every time she's on screen, Carl Weathers has to act twice as good to make up for her. Oh, wooden God delivery. bless her soul, right? Yeah, like, like again, she, she's, she's like, you know, thick thighs save lives and all that stuff, but. You know, she. Do you know what it is? A good actor. Uh, let me. I, let me. I, 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 I think people people push her, like 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 to say that you know she's a good good actress, in spite of Ronda Rousey. Also, in spite that they finally have a female fighter that can do movies, but she really can't. Yeah, you know? Ronda. Ronda can't act or voice Not act. She all. is very yeah. bad. Like, I want to kill her. It is really surprising. Like, why? Like, oh my god. I was I was expecting the WWE to give her like some acting classes because. Do you think huh? that 
Oh man, uh, you're breaking up, dude. Hi. Your you audio just yeah. Go back to your mic. Yeah. You rumors that were um about um I forgot the name of the actor who played the Mandalorian. Uh, remember Pedro Pascal. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Do you think the rumors that were because of her or the situation of of her of her personality? Based on what I'm seeing, I I can see who would be feuding with her, her her ideals and her and her beliefs. Eh? Mm. Wait, what do you Maybe. mean? What? what? If she's saying all these stuff about voter fraud, mask, anti-mask, bringing that personality to the table, because that basically shows me who her personality is. That's from what I see on social media. Do you think with the whole situation of, oh, there's a little tension with Pedro Pascal and the whole thing? No. I, this. I think so. I mean, do you, do you guys follow him? He's a lot like Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 really open. Love I, Mark Hamill. Yeah, uh, the only reason I say no is because she's only on set for like a couple of days. No, no, that was just in, in the conversation. Not, no rumor, nothing. It's just conversation to have. All right, guys. So that's it. That's it for the Star Wars fans outrage. I know I wanted to talk about Luke Cage, but he wants to wait for his boo thing vibe to get back. So we're gonna revisit that later. We could do, we could do a, a quick overview, really quick. Okay, so yeah, Luke like, Cage. Did you guys enjoy Luke Cage? I did, but I did not like. Yeah. I was okay. Luke Cage was good when it came out, but at the same time, that was the time that uh, Black Lives Matter uh, was starting to rise. And I felt that they used too much of that on the show. I don't think they and- did. I don't think they did. Like, like for no, example, I think Bright, the I, movie Bright did. Luke Cage did no, not. Luke, Luke Cage was a I don't, simple yeah. hood story. It was great. I was think um, Black Lightning is, is more or less about the whole mm. Black Lives Matter sense. I think that had a lot more to do with it. Thank God everybody going for one more season. Anyway, so that's, that's I, I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed it a lot. I know Vibe just didn't, didn't like it as much. From yeah, that's why I wanted my hair because, I mean, he said it, it was, I guess I'm, I'm paraphrasing terribly, but it was too black, if that makes what? any sense. Yeah, yeah. Too, too in your face black. Yes, that's exactly what we talked. That's actually. I, I, I believe that's you. kind of what it was. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? But again, that's why I want to have him on here because I want him. I want to revisit this. Sure, yeah. Now I that it's more of us, I think that's really important. I think that's essential. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have I think to should have like. I think we should have like a guest African American guest. Okay, Kylo Sam. Yeah, somebody, anybody. I'm half. I'm half African. That doesn't, you know, put me on the list of anything. Unfortunately, you know, we're we're. we're. What was that one politician pretending to be black? We we can invite her over. Oh, what's her name? Dolan. No, wasn't wasn't no, Dolan Dolan. The, the head of NCAA was was pretending to be black. Yeah, that lady. She was the head. Of, I, no, no, no. How about um, Tom Hanks' son, Skip Hanks? No, 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 no. What's his fucking name? Um, you know what I'm talking about? The one who pretends to be the rapper or whatever he was. Yeah, and he had like a full on, like, that's a pretty good find, accent. I will find somebody. Fuck, I forget his name. Now we'll have them get speak that is going to have a very, um, their own opinion. Because if I do Kylo Sam, um, let me do, do someone that he's not accustomed to. And we'll and we'll see what happens. Forrest Whitaker? Well, well, no, I can't get Don Cheadle. Fuck Don Cheadle. <laughs> All I'll right, t- I'll take I'll take Don Cheadle. We can talk about like uh, fucking uh, Captain Kevin Hart. Hart. Is is that what you want? You want Kevin Hart on here? Sure, let's get Kevin Hart. <laughs> All right. So, a new Predator movie in the works with Ten Cloverfield Lane director, Man Man. Oh, that is happening. So yeah. So apparently, um, whoever I can't, I can't even pronounce his name, Dan Tra- Trachenberg. Who, yeah, who who directed Ten Cloverfield Lane uh, has 
his news basically of uh, the new uh, Predator movie is coming out. Um, not not really much to say about there. No, no cast, no nothing, no release date, anything. Um, just that uh, he was very unhappy that the news got out there because he wanted it to be a, a surprise, basically. But there will be a new Predator movie with him directing it. What do you guys think? Quick question on this one. Um, in light of the newer games, what, what would you think of seeing... Uh, I forget what the species of the predators are, but what would you think of seeing female predators? Okay, that'd be interesting. Why not? Like, I mean... See female warriors going out there and fucking some shit up? Yeah, why did, not? Did, did you guys... Like, have you ever guys played the most recent game? Like, like the nope. mouse hunt one? You can get to play the female one? So, like, when you look at... If you ever look at them, let me know. Do you think, like, man... I wonder what she would look like naked, and then like I, you know, I, I knew this was this is going there. I knew it. <laughs> I know, like I was having a few beers. I'm like, man, like I, I just wonder what it would be like to oh, no. take down a predator. But I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that's that's about it. There's no news on it. Just the fact that it's it's in in the works is being produced or is being talked about, being discussed, being worked on. Um, again, no other information. Just the fact that he's unhappy that it's the news is out because he wanted to definitely be a surprise to all of our predator fans. Oh. All right, and uh, since we're still on the train of The Last of Us, since we still haven't been able to get off, The Last of Us gets a series order on H from HBO. So we're gonna get a The Last of Us series. Wasn't it stars? HBO. Oh, it's, it's HBO. Stars in Halo, right? Feeling it on yeah. um, trying to obtain all these uh, shows. I guess we're gonna get in Last of Us. Would it be as good as the the game? As uh, Ross would say. In, in the um, the the funny thing is, in the interview about this, Sony has they they've also let out that this isn't the only game well, that they want to port over to TV shows. That they they have a list that they want. They just haven't discussed which they will be, but they they have shit. a whole other list. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, all right. I guess I guess um that, that that's what we look forward to for. Uh, the last of us all right so you notice something in the miles morales game that the chrysler building is missing i mean that's yeah. very iconic building in new york why would they miss that they didn't have enough money to make it on make it for their so, in, in in the new miles morales spider-man game for the ps5 um the chrysler building is missing and they completely replaced it with some unknown tower some weird looking thing whatever and if anybody who's from new york plays the miles morales game they would see it um what happened was that there was a copyright protection that was put in place in 1990 and um new ownership bought the building an Australian company named uh, the Cigna Group. They bought it in 2019 with, while the game was in development. So when they had to approach this new group in reference to putting the building in the game, the group said, hell no, we don't want you to do it. That's it. You know, whatever. Just straight out no. And then now they've, they've, they, they don't, it's not in the game. So that's basically all it is. It sucks, oh, really? but, you know, whatever. Is there anything in the Predator? Mm-hmm. All righty. So the last thing we're going to talk about today is the Mandalorian season two review, chapter 12. All four of us have watched it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. I, I didn't even say anything about it this time. So, so the something that Ross mentioned, uh, the sh- episodes are getting shorter again. And yep. um, I'm pretty sure they could have done a better, more. Um, they look like the story towards the middle of uh, chapter 12 when they were trying to get off the uh, the base felt rushed. 
felt like it, like you just hit like a fastball button and they were just rushing the story. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I think they could have de- developed a little bit more of what they were doing in the base. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening now. You, you, you get the little curves of the season. I mean, even though the season chapter 12 was great, I just don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed it, but still, it's too short. I want more. What's happening? <laughs> I just saw some really interesting shit that Ross shared. Oh, I see it. Hold on, let me see. When you get when you get a chance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are we going to talk about how sad uh, Michael J. Fox re-retiring is? He's uh, such a nice guy. I, think. I know. Oh my goodness, you guys. Okay, so um, can we talk about chapter twelve? Just focus, please. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids here, man. Oh my god, let me look. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep it rolling. No dead air. Come on. Can we go to chapter twelve, please? Now talk about chapter twelve. All right. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Gina Carano can't act still. That hasn't Agreed. changed. Um, Can still get it though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It, honestly, it was an okay episode. We kind of got a little bit more of the story now, where it's like, oh no, you know, friggin' Moff uh, Gideon. Los, Los Pollos in Manos is hey, in. <laughs> You know, doing some crazy stuff with uh, clones, and hey, was that a like melted ass Snoke in that uh, chamber mm-hmm. that they saw? I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. All they're, I know, they, they they want like high midichlorian level blood oh, for stuff. Yeah. Also, the there was Death Troopers or the Death Troopers, yeah. yeah. The legend troopers that they from the legends um, looks interesting. Um, Let's see what happens. Do you think we're going to get more shorter, shorter episodes as the season goes back, or can we get a little bit more longer? I think, I think we're locked right here. Yeah, and I also think Ahsoka dies either this season or next season. Huh. Okay, when well, they were deciding because they were talking about how they need more blood that has high midichlorian levels, right? High M levels. That dumb shit that. They said for the prequels. Yeah, so I'm guessing they need more blood so they can create better Papa Palpatine clones or something, or however they make Snoke happen. And that's how they're gonna like. Oh, here's Ahsoka, and she's gonna sacrifice her life as she's a very powerful Force user to save Baby Yoda. I know I'm really stretching it out here, but I don't know. Something about it feels right to me. Yep. I didn't like. I didn't like the way they ended it. I didn't like it. I liked it. I liked the part when Baby Yoda threw up. That was cute. Yes, that was actually cute. <laughs> Honestly, can I get a like a or, spinoff series, yeah. just a Carl Weathers show? That, I, uh, dude, I would watch that. Like some kind of underground, like 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 broker oh, shit. Shit, great. not even. Like, think about it. Just like a show about him running like this 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 planet, this town, you know, and like going off on capers and like, oh man, I gotta deal with this thing. Oh, you know, like the smugglers are doing that crap. You know, whatever. Just Carl Weathers running shit. I'll watch that show. Making stew. All right. Well then that's it. All right, guys. So um that was it for the episode. I mean, that was fun. Um as an asset, and it got weirdly towards the end with whatever you sent to us, Ross. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Thank you for your service. Comments. Um, you guys, if you guys can find that, find us at Geek Bros with the Zero on Twitter, Instagram, email us, Facebook us, and listen to us on the first place. 
Webipix, webipix.com. That is the first place. And then listen to us and watch us on youtube.com forward slash five rep studios. By the time this episode gets uploaded, the other episode from 113 will be up as well. So you guys will be able to have two back to back episodes to listen to our beautiful voices. And yeah, guys, that is it. That's it for keeping up with the Geek Bros podcast. And remember, geeking out still sounds this Keeping up with the Geek Bros. This is an audio production of Vibe Revelation Studios, the cure for your common day. VibeRevStudios.com.